Hello and welcome to the Pokemon Tea Time, your podcast about Pokemon and Pokemon cards. We are your hosts, Mr. Houndoom and the Pokemon Noob. Hello. We have uh, good news this week. Uh, we have uh, managed to uh, upload our uh, podcasts on Spotify, so we can f finally say we are a proper podcast. You can now listen to us on Spotify, but not just on Spotify, also on uh, other uh, podcast platforms. Not Apple Podcasts for some reason, but uh, we are, we'll look into fixing that. But uh, the, the rest of the podcast should be available, so... We hope you're enjoying it. If you're listening to just the sound of our voice right now, we'll make sure that we talk uh, about what we are seeing and describe if there is something visual on the on the screen for you. Uh, and of course, the podcast is still available on YouTube. So um, we we really appreciate your, your support. We invite you to leave a like, leave a comment, tell us uh, what you think about uh, the episode of today uh, and subscribe. So let's get into the topics of the day. Let's talk about the infamous Pokemon promo card that almost broke the Pokemon card community. The McDonald's promos for the 25th anniversary. Um, yeah, a, a beautiful set of 25 cards uh, showing the 24 starters from uh, every single uh, generation plus Pikachu, because Pikachu is also one of the starters. Not Eevee though, but uh, Pikachu is. So, um, so yeah, uh, a set that is uh, that has been crazy popular since it's been uh, released. Uh, a mini set of 25 cards. Can you believe, like, 25 cards uh, available in just uh, a promo set at McDonald's? Like, it's uh, it's uh, almost as big as Champions Path. <laughs> I know it's it's crazy, and like, yeah, as you said, lots of uh, controversy, nearly breaking the community. Uh, you know, a lot of people being very upset in the UK and the rest of Europe. You know. You know, people saying they can't get their hands on it and yeah people are you know scared to pay those scalper fees so yeah there's a, a lot of backlash happening uh, at the moment and we're just trying to sit there and just you know admire the cards and you know look from look from afar yeah no they, i think they are very nice that's i think you you can really uh, give credit to uh, Pokemon to uh, to making this uh, these promos. I think compared to what you can usually get at McDonald's, uh, because it's it's kind of a of a yearly thing, right? Uh, you can usually like every year, pretty much, you have the Pokemon promo uh, uh, operation at McDonald's, and uh, you can get some some promos. You showed me one the other day, one Pikachu you had. Yeah, um, they they normally, as you said, they normally do yearly promos, and we do normally get those in the UK. Mm -hmm. um, but I think with COVID and the sort of delays in uh, Shining Fates and other sets this year, we'll probably see a, a, a few months delay in this set coming to the UK. Yeah, and I think that's fine, honestly. Like as 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 long as we as we get these ones, uh, eventually it's uh, it's okay to wait a little bit. But uh, so so yeah, it's kind of a, from a, from a European perspective, it's kind of uh, interesting because we are kind of watching the, the the US because it's only the the only country where the promos are available right now. And uh, it was interesting to see the the collectors uh, uh, turn against each other, and uh, and uh, some were thinking, "Oh my God, you bought some uh, some uh, happy meals for yourself." Uh, uh, some other were buying happy meals to give away uh, uh, by taking the cards, but like giving away the food and. Uh, yeah, like it's uh, it's been a big mess, honestly, and uh, it's it's been interesting to to watch with popcorn from Europe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as you said, but there has been some uh, really nice stories though. 
Um, there's a, a Instagrammer called Evie Douglas, uh, and she actually purchased 50 Happy Meals uh, and donated them to, to 50 children along with the promos. Um, yeah, that's what so I was about to ask, but that's that's great then, yeah. Yeah, it's really heartwarming when you see those kids open up the promos. And, you know, the whole point of this for, for you know, uh, Pokemon is to get the cards in, in front of kids and, you know, to, to create that passion and fire for the for the TCG and then collecting them. And, you know, if scalpers and, and adults, you know, keep you know, ruining this, um, you know, they're not going to have a product to sell to these kids when they grow old and have money to spend That's on true, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah and yeah. with the price of uh, even uh, a vivid voltage pack the most uh, recent uh, set that has been released um, that you can see right now it's it's really a, a, a hobby that is being uh, taken away from kids I, I mean you, you you really cannot uh, access the card so even if if even if the the happy meals are being uh, scalped uh, yeah what, what is left really for them but <clears throat> sorry i was uh, i was looking into uh, the prices of the the cars on the resale so um, uh, it was quite uh, quite interesting to see the prices have fluctuated a lot uh, for the, for these cards uh, among the after the few days when they were released i think it was uh, quite high uh, on the first few days and it dropped a little bit so here you you can see that the whole set the full set the 25 cards the 25 hollows uh, sold for uh, 170 francs, so that's uh, I guess around 190 dollars. Uh, Surprisingly, quite cheap. Yeah, you would expect actually more. Uh, yeah, for a full set. Yeah. I mean, you, you, how many packs do you need to open to get the 25 cards, right? Yeah, um, yeah, 70 or so, wouldn't you? Yeah, exactly. So, uh, so it's actually, I mean, it's expensive, but it's not as expensive as you would have thought, uh, considering the, the hype that was around it uh, at release uh, date. Um, the most expensive is, of course, the Pikachu, uh, the Pikachu uh, Holo and uh, non Holo. Uh, they, they sell for in between 40, 40 dollars, 40 francs, sorry. So that's like 50 dollars to uh, a little more. Uh, so here I, I found the price someone bought it for uh, 66 uh, francs but uh, that's definitely the most valuable and then it drops dramatically and uh, uh, I've, I've made some research I told you about it uh, to see if there was yeah. any like uh, popular uh, unexpected popular Pokemon uh, along uh, along the way uh, because it's not just Pikachu but uh, uh, it's also all the, the starters from uh, from all the games and uh, you had, uh, of course, uh, Charmander getting the second place uh, with, I think, 15 to 25 uh, francs per, per card. Uh, then you had Barbizor and, uh, and Squirtle at the same level, uh, around uh, 10 to 15 uh, francs. Uh, and then, you, it, then it dropped to pretty much the same price for every single card from every single generation, which really surprised me. I thought there would be a bit of a stand out in the crowd like uh, uh, I know uh, Piplup is uh, very popular for example so I was expecting maybe Piplup uh, to be a bit more expensive than uh, the other ones but uh, it turned out not to be the case so a little bit of a surprise for me but uh, yeah if you're looking for any of the of the hollows right now you, you you're looking to pay around four to six dollars six francs sorry uh, for the yeah for each. and just to, to make that clear for anyone in the UK or, or America um a franc is uh, so for every pound you get around 1.3, 1.4 francs, mm -hmm. and I believe for the UK for for US dollar it's similar conversion, right? Uh, 
um, you don't see too much of a difference between francs and dollars. Yeah, dollars are a bit uh, less valuable than francs. So uh, if you see like uh, uh, five francs, I guess it would be six dollars. But uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So a that having those Pikachu uh, pro, a pair of uh, hollow and non-hollow cards sell for nearly seventy francs. That's like fifty pounds. Yeah, exactly. Around that amount. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it gives yeah. you a bit of an idea of the the hype that is going around it, and yeah, I, I don't think there is much to add to the topic. I was honestly a little bit disappointed to uh, to see that all of the cards were selling for the same price, but uh, yeah, not that we are encouraging to buy them, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I, I've actually been thinking as well a bit more about this set, and it made me realize as a collector, do we? always feel the need to be entitled to collect everything and i think in this circumstance i don't think we should go out of our way yeah to get these cards um and i think you know as a community we should just let them like the, let the kids have them and i know a lot of people have spoken like saying you know it's fine for adults to collect these cards and i think yeah that's fine but i think for me personally it was just great seeing kids opening these cards up mm-hmm. and if I if someone offers me these cards and I can get them, you know, hassle free and there's no issues, then I wouldn't say no. Um, but I'm not going to go and it's extra lengths to, to get these cards. I think that may or may not have happened to you, by the way. <laughs> 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 but uh, yeah, same for me. The, I mean, yeah, I have a few. Uh, maybe I have like my my favorite few starters. Maybe if I if I could find them, yeah, that that could be nice. I'm uh, I'm. Uh, a people up lover and uh, also uh, uh, yeah like pretty much I love all the the little birdie uh, starters so uh, um, people up uh, roll it and um, uh, I'm, I'm going to have a trouble here it's coming to me in French but like the the little uh, uh, chicken uh, the little um, um, you know the the one from the from the third generation the the the, the fire one Oh. Oh, um yes. Oh god, it's got it out of my head now. It's okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh so yeah, maybe these ones if I had the the opportunity I would uh, maybe get them, but uh, I I don't I would not collect the set for sure. Yeah. Anyways, I think we've talked enough about the McDonald's promos for 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 now. Uh I'd be curious to see the price at the end of the year to see if uh, they have maintained the value or if it completely dropped uh, and and people lost interest because uh, there's so much more coming this year and uh, yeah I'm expecting that it's not gonna it's not gonna blow up. Speaking of which, we are uh, now one week away uh, from the uh. official 25th anniversary uh, Pokemon Day on the 27th of uh, February. So uh, we thought that we would make a little bit of a recap of uh, everything that's been announced for the 25th anniversary and uh, maybe talk a bit about our predictions as well. Um, so without further ado, let's get into the, the, the 25th anniversary topic. So what has been revealed so far? Maybe you, you can you can introduce this one. Yeah, so um, this is the Jumbo Starter promos uh, that have been released on a monthly basis from... Um, is it end of March or is it, are they being released from the 27th of Feb? 
I think it's March, right? I think it's from March, yeah. Yeah. It's from March, yeah. So, yeah, from March, uh, we're seeing um, a pack of three um, starters uh, starting from Gen 8 and then working its way to October, uh, ending with, obviously, Gen 1. Um, but, yeah, what's really exciting about the first uh, release is that they're releasing a Jumbo card binder, which you get a Jumbo Pikachu. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I think this has kind of split the community again. Yeah. Um, uh, a lot of people, you know, tend to sort of not like jumbos and no one really shares them. If you look at Instagram and look at posts people share, there's no one really you know, sharing those jumbo cards. Um, but, you know, I quite like them. And, yeah, this is definitely something I'm going to try and collect. I think it'd be really cool to have a jumbo binder. What yeah. about yourself, Julian? I think it's interesting that they're... Um normalizing the size of these uh, jumbos because uh, I don't know if you have many of them but like I have a few like GX uh, and uh, the V ones that were released recently and none of them uh, has the same size uh, so it's kind of interesting to see that uh, now there's going to be a standard size for jumbos it can mean that in the future you're going to pretty much know what to expect in terms of uh, size for your jumbos and maybe it's also the, the right moment to kickstart a jumbo cards collection who knows uh, and uh, for myself, <clears throat> yeah, I think uh, it's kind of uh, the same case of as the the McDonald promos. Uh, um, I think that like I was super excited when they announced it, and now I'm thinking about like what's the value I'm gonna get from uh, from this product, and what's the joy pretty much I'm gonna get from from this product. So uh, it's very fairly uh, priced. Uh, you you pay ten. Ten dollars. I don't know in 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 the UK how much it's gonna cost, but like I it's think ten pounds. Yeah. 10 pounds, yeah. Yeah. Uh, 10 pounds, you get three promos inside of the booster, and you get two boosters of something. We don't know what, but uh, we're, I don't know if we can expect the, the special anniversary set or, uh, or if it's just going to be some random uh, uh, sword and shield uh, uh, booster pack. But uh, So I think, like, given the price... I think it's rightly priced and I think, yeah, I'm going to be interesting to get them, but I'm not going to be like super passionate. It's not going to be my goal this year. Like it's not uh, on top of, uh, uh, of, of my collector goals. No. I'm going to say it's one of mine. Um, yeah, I think, I think it's quite unique and I like the way that it, you can store them away in this nice binder and you can look at it whenever you want. Yeah. Um, and it's like separated from your collection, right? Because what I find with, with general Pokemon cards, like I've got quite a few uh, 20th anniversary Pokemon cards and they're just in my binder and, you know, I don't ever like, tend to look at them that much. They don't stand out. If yeah. I, yeah, so if I've got a, sp- a specific sh- like, um, binder where I can showcase these, I'll, I'll definitely look at them more often. Um, but yeah, as you said, those two booster packs, what on earth could they be? Like, I, 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 couldn't, I can't imagine. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be Sword and Shield packs. So like what like what rationale do they have to pick the pack like yeah. it's very strange oh maybe i don't know they might just do some random packs that you get in yeah you know each one but it'd be interesting to see how it's packaged up because yeah yeah is it going to be like a plastic thing or is it going to be quite a loose bag i think um, the way they presented it we've seen a few uh pictures and it really looks like a big booster pack like the same format but like just bigger uh, with the three starters that are going to to be inside the pack, uh, also displayed on the on the booster itself. So um, 
yeah, that's going to be an interesting product. Like, how does it fit also in a shelf, uh, in in a shop? Uh, and uh, yeah, I'd be, I'm curious for it because it's the first time I think Pokemon is ever doing this kind of product. So interesting. Yeah, yeah one thing I don't know if you've noticed. Yeah. In these Jumbo promos, they actually share the same artwork as the McDonald's promos. So oh. Rowlett's, um, yeah, quite a few of them share the same artwork. They're okay. not all of them, but quite a few do. Yeah. Um, so it's quite interesting. Yeah, I remember people were uh, actually talking about the fact that the uh, Gen 1 uh, promos are going to be actual reprints from the, the first uh, base set. And uh, it was uh, kind of a, a first for Pokemon to have the right to reuse the, the exact design that was used uh, back then when uh, the Wizards of the Coast were still doing the cards. So uh, it's kind of a big deal somehow. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it'd be, it'd be interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah and be, I think, yeah, seeing those old Watsi, um designs in such a big card size would be very strange. Yeah. Let's, I wonder what the print quality is going to be like as well. Hopefully, it's not going to be so bad because I know PSA are really pushing jumbo um, uh, gradient at the moment. Yeah. I know the, the gradient and the packs. Yeah, yeah, I, I was talking about that, and yeah, and the pack uh, gradient as well. Yeah, yeah. So super curious about it. Um, I think I'm going to buy them. Yeah, if I see them in my store, I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy. I'm just, just not gonna pre-order everything and uh, be super uh... i've heard you won't be able to pick these up through your normal trading card shops okay apparently the the, the advice i've been told is to look in um, magazine stores where you would normally pick up a pokemon style magazine for oh kids. okay and they, and he was saying um yeah that is where you will find them oh okay so like uh like a gift inside of the Pokemon magazine or just really sold as a stand- as a standalone product? I don't know. I, I, I think that would be the way I would see it being packaged. Yeah. yeah. Because the binder would be the, about the size of a, a magazine. Mm-hmm. So it could come with a magazine. and Yeah. yeah. A6, you could have like a, A5. Yeah. Yeah. You could have like a, a magazine in a bag and then you could have the, the promo uh, pack and the booster packs loose within those. Interesting, yeah. Okay, well, we'll see. I hope they make their way to Switzerland because it's always the question, but uh, I think I think they will. I don't see why not. Uh, moving on to the, the other topic. So we have uh, uh, also had the announcement of a special concert on the 27th of uh, February. Uh, a virtual concert with Post Malone, uh, the, the the US rapper. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong because I actually don't know this uh, singer at all. But uh, I think he's a US rap- rapper. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you don't know? Oh, I thought you do. I thought you knew him. Um... I mean, I've heard his name, but like, it's really not the kind of music that I usually listen to. <laughs> yeah, he's he's a big ra- he's a he's a big artist. He uh, yeah, he's always played on the radio. And stuff. Okay. Um, and I, yeah, he's got a, a massive following. Okay. And yeah, and he's one of the more genuine celebrities uh, with a um, you know a background with Pokemon collecting. He's actually spoken about it in the past. Yeah, I think um, I saw in the video that he had a, a Pokemon tattoo as well. No. I, I, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure he's got a Pikachu tattoo. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, and uh... yeah, it'd be interesting. 
It's it was interesting in the teaser trailer for this uh, concert that they were uh, displaying him as uh, as a 3D model as well, uh, which can make us wonder if the the concert is going to be an actual concert or if it's going to be uh, some kind of uh, a la Fortnite event. You know, like uh, when you have yeah. the virtual avatar of the singer actually doing the concert and not uh... was it him already who was in Fortnite who did the concert. Uh... No, that was uh, Travis Scott. Ah, right. It was Travis yeah. Scott. But I, I was yeah. just wondering if it would be the same kind of uh, of show. Like, Definitely. are they going to I... cartoonize him the way we see him yeah. right now? Or are they going to actually show the concert? Yeah. Yeah. They, um, I'm pretty certain they will do a mocap suit mm-hmm. capture with him. Um, and then have that animated. Like yeah. The game. So. so he could interact with Pokemon and maybe... Yeah. Uh, famous uh trainers or something like that yeah yeah because in the pokemon um announcement article they don't really give too much detail about the concert but yeah. then continue to talk a lot about the game events that are happening uh, around pokemon day mm-hmm. so yeah i assume they're gonna yeah talk about uh and show more <laughs> pokemon related stuff in that but yeah I, I, I do wonder what's going to be announced on pokemon day there's got to be some sort of announcement isn't there yeah i think uh, we are going to have actually a pokemon week uh if you ask me uh because um announcements on the on the saturday is always a bit uh, awkward especially for games i don't i don't really recall nintendo announcing anything on the on the weekend so uh so what I see would be rather uh, uh, something uh, during the week, maybe on the twenty fifth or the tw- like. We, we know that there's going to be a special uh, distribution of the of the, of a singing Pikachu for the game starting on the twenty fifth. So uh, maybe it's going to be on that same day. Could be. Yeah, and we've got the still awaited uh, and um, release announcement for Katy Perry's song. Yes. Um, so yeah, that yeah, music normally gets released on a Friday, doesn't it? So that's true, yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, maybe on the Friday we might get the Katy Perry song. Yeah, who knows? Well, it makes sense, yeah. It's interesting to talk about uh, these famous artists in relation to Pokemon. That's uh, definitely something uh, I was not expecting to uh, to do on this podcast to talk about uh, Katy Perry and uh, yeah. Post Malone. Does it to you? Does it feel like there's going to be a Pokemon Direct? like a Nintendo Direct. It feels like there's going to be one, but I know there hasn't been one announced, but it feels like there is. I My theory is that there's going to be one, but uh, I think I'd, I'd like to talk about it slightly later because we have actually a topic about uh, potential games being announced. Uh, so, um, so yeah, I will I will keep my opinion until, uh, until that moment. Uh, just if you're really interested, you can skip later in the podcast, but uh, yeah, we're going to talk about this. Um, something else we know that is uh, being uh, uh, happening on the 27th of uh, February is of course the uh, uh, first edition Pokemon Box Break uh, that Logan Paul is uh, going to do on this uh, channel. Uh, so we are, uh, I think, two days after the uh, the last pack has been uh, sold. So everything is now set and ready uh, for the, the 27th uh, uh, of February. I don't know when it's going to happen exactly. Um, in in in, our, in Europe, 6 p.m. PST, 9 p.m. EST, but uh, the the European times are not too sure about Maybe this. That's like one one a.m. I believe for yeah. UK, two a.m. for you in the night. Yeah. 
So that might not be something I'm tuning in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's going to be plenty of YouTubers doing reaction videos. All of our favorite Pokemon YouTubers. I'm going to watch those, but their content anyway, so I might as well just watch their reaction rather than staying up. Yeah. Um, but the big news of this really is a Pokemon first edition booster box being sold for over a million dollars. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think this time around it's a lot different. It's not Pokemon. Uh, enthusiasts buying these packs these are businesses looking for promotion um and we had this pretty cynical chat didn't we about business promotion and we said you know for thirty thousand dollars or forty thousand dollars you know getting your brand out to a million concurrent listeners or two or two million is like really cheap (laughs) it Um, actually is yeah yeah so from uh because yeah. we, we both work in advertising and uh we know the costs of uh, uh advertising and yeah believe us 20 what do you say thirty thousand for uh uh putting your name mm. out there uh, on such a big platform with such a, a particular audience as well um because uh like uh, like gamers and uh, pokemon collectors and so on uh, are quite uh, a niche that you you might uh want to attract and uh, yeah, that's that's definitely something yeah. that's going to happen. And we we heard like uh, the big YouTubers that got their pack in the first uh, box break are not all necessarily going to be there this time around. It might be a bit more uh, uh, random, <laughs> if I may say. The, the, yeah, the I think who... I think the train has gone for them. It's left the station. Um, the Even first for time them. round, yeah, the first time round, it they all like uh, Randolph did a video this week, and he was basically saying, you know. At the time, 11k for the first time was absolutely extortionately Insane. expensive. Yeah, um, and they just he did it, and he did it for the promotion, and he lived through the hype, and you know it, it paid off for him. But this time round, you know, I don't think his channel bigger fish will, is around. Yeah, yeah, I don't think. And the thing is as well, the audience that's going to watch this, it's it's not really um, Pokemon enthusiasts. I think it's just people watching for the hype possibly more than anything else possibly because it's it's i mean it's such a strategic date to do this kind of uh, of event uh i think like you can expect twitch streamers uh streaming pokemon games all day uh like everybody is going to talk about pokemon on that particular day like even pokemon is doing themselves everything so that there is a buzz around uh, this this day in particular so um i think it People will be just in Pokemon mood and will watch whatever Pokemon content they can find on that day. And uh, it might turn out actually very well for for Logan this time around, once again, if I may say. Um, so so yeah, it will be actually one of the many uh, stream events. I don't know. I, I don't know about you, but like I've seen a few of the the um, collectors, even the collectors that I'm following, who have planned to do I don't know a box break on on that day or just. Uh, uh some some pokemon card content related so yeah it's a, it's a good opportunity for europe really because everyone's gearing up for the post malone uh, uh concert and the logan paul box break which is very late in the day for us yeah so you know if you're sat at home in the evening and there isn't anything you know particularly interesting yeah you know, it's a good opportunity for the europeans i think uh, to do you know get gain some eyeballs on their content yeah, no, you're right. But it, it doesn't overlap, right? This box you... break. Sorry. Is, uh, this box break is after the 
uh, Post Malone concert. It's uh, I don't know how long the the concert is lasting. Let me. It, just... it won't be more than two hours. No, let me just switch before. At uh, seven p.m. ET, the concert. Eastern. And Same time. The box break is at nine EST. Oh my god, I'm so bad with all of these uh, time uh, uh, schedule, but uh, I I assume it's not colliding. But uh, yeah, no. yeah. Anyways, there's going to be lots of Pokemon content to watch on that day, no matter what time. And uh, maybe, who knows? Maybe we'll 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 do something as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, special edition podcast. <laughs> yeah, I've been I've been I've been into the Pokemon TCG online. Uh, uh, in the past few days, and uh, so maybe I, I'll stream this. Who knows? That would be that could be cool. Yeah, st- stream some uh, yeah uh, TCGO uh, content. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so that's all we know uh, so far for the 25th anniversary. So a lot in a way, but also we know that there is still uh, a lot more coming. Uh, it's really something that the Pokemon company has been building on uh, over the the past few months, and. Uh, uh, with all these teaser trailers and uh, and these promos, and uh, we know that uh, they, they are bringing something big. So before we start in our prediction, we wanted to look at uh, what happened actually for the 20th anniversary. Uh, so that was in the, in 2016, and um, and uh, from from what we've seen, there's a lot of uh, similarities between the two events, starting with this logo that we can see right now. So the logo for the 20th uh, anniversary is basically the same idea that they took back from the 25th anniversary even though like you cannot see the starters in it anymore but uh that's that's pretty much the same logo um so let, let's start with a, a little recap so in in january of uh, 2016 um were announced uh, the first uh, the first uh, pokemon uh, set uh, that was released, revealed, sorry, for the, the 20, 20, 20th, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to manage that, 20th anniversary. Uh, so in back in January 2016, we knew already what was coming for, uh, for Pokemon. Uh, so in the name of the, 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 the Generations set, uh, the Generations set was uh, released uh, in, in the form of uh, special boxes. Um, so you had the, the mythical Pokemon uh, collection. So every month uh, throughout the year, you would get a different box uh, with, uh, I think, two uh, two packs um, and a promo yeah. of uh, of a legend, a mythical Pokemon. Uh, you also had a few special um, boxes with uh, Charizard, Venusaur, and uh, Blastoise, if I remember and well. Pokemon, and <laughs> and Pikachu sorry, and Pikachu as well yeah. Um, but yeah I believe they ran up to the uh, XY Evolutions launch right and it's quite similar to how they're running this year with the Jumbo promos yeah exactly yeah we'll likely see a 25th anniversary set sometime then but I don't know it's going to be I believe the uh, is, it the tw- is it the 13th of October right is the last uh, release date for the jumbos. Yeah, exactly. So it's interesting. Like if you take the parallel between the the jumbos and uh, this mythical Pokemon collection thing, um, it's pretty much the same kind of product. You have two booster packs and a promo. No, at least you have three promos actually in the in the ones that are coming uh, in for the twenty fifth anniversary. Uh, so you can see that the two packs in in these were actually the special anniversary sets. So that might help. 
us uh, answer the question we were having earlier about what are going to be these two packs that are included inside. Uh, is it going to be like Generations and uh, the, the, the special uh, anniversary set that we have not heard anything about yet? Or uh, is it going to be something else? This, that's the question. But like this can be a clue. I don't know. What do you think about it? I think, I think that's a great shout. Um, it, that kind of adds up, right? If it's two packs and it was released monthly yeah. and there was a mythical promo, but this time around we're getting jumbo promos, I think... Yeah, that, that to me adds up. Um, and, you know, if you look back at the logo, you know, Pokemon likes to be consistent, don't they? You know, yeah. Shining Fates. <laughs> shining Fates. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's very original, um, yeah. as people say. Um, so, yeah, I think there's a lot to tell from the 20th anniversary and how they ran that. Obviously, as you said, the timelines are a bit different, but yeah. it, it, I think COVID has forced their hand this year. I think they're trying to do the best they can. Um, but like, look at what happened with Mario last year. Um, yeah. you know, everyone was like, oh, Mario, what's happening with Mario? What are we going to see? Like, the whole community and the gaming community was crying out, like, going, oh, my God, we're not going to see a Mario remake this year. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, we got, like, four games announced. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, and I mean, the calendar can also be interpreted uh, in a different way. It doesn't have to be the year when the anniversary is starting, but it can actually start like they did with Mario, actually, on the on the, the day of uh, the anniversary and then throughout the year. For Mario, they, they released uh, the, um, the, the collection with uh, the three games. Uh, and to end the anniversary of, uh, of Mario, that was this month, actually, uh, they've just released uh, 3D World. Super Mario 3D World, and um, and that was pretty much. You see, it's in February. It's like closing the year of the Mario anniversary. So it just gives us uh, uh, an, um, how to say a, a clue as well that uh, the the actually the Pokemon 25th anniversary could last until February 2022 and not stop in December 2021. So we yeah. we might have some extra products in January and February as well. Of next yeah, year. I think the, the key the key message here is just to be patient, isn't it? Yeah. Um, we just yeah just we are one week faith. away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I think that's going to be the telling period, isn't it? This um, Pokemon Day. Um, yeah. I, I, there's got to be something announced. Um, there's got to be yeah. And I'm sure they've got something up their sleeves that will drive everyone insane and go crazy and, empty and their take the wallet out. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. They also announced uh, in, for the 20th uh, anniversary some uh, special edition uh, consoles. So I guess that's something we can expect also for this year uh, with uh, some kind of uh, a remake. Uh, here it was not a remake, but like a, a port of the. Yeah, it was a port, a pre-installed port of Red and Blue, yeah. uh, along with um, two cover plates for the 3DS. Um, and as you said, with the Mario anniversary year, um, we've just seen a red uh, switch for Mario Correct. as well. Um, so again, by this time next year, we may see uh, a Pokemon 25th anniversary style switch. Yeah, or a couple, who knows? Yeah, yeah. Well, they're definitely going to, I think, you know, profiteer off, off that one uh, rather than, you know, selling um, the cover plates i think they'll rather yeah. sell uh, whole units yeah i agree 
And uh, yeah, last year they not last year five years ago they did this uh, uh, Charizard and Blastoise, and I could totally see them this year like releasing three versions, like one green, one blue, and one uh, red uh, to match the three typings of the starters. They'll never forget Pikachu though. True, they never forget Pikachu. Four then, who knows? Four, four, yeah. four limited edition Switch. How amazing would that be? I don't know. Actually, I yeah. would never buy this kind they, of thing, they... but. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, they didn't bring in Venusaur into this one, did, did no, they? No, right? But I suppose, yeah. Poor Venusaur is always the, <laughs> the third wheel of the, <laughs> of the carriage. Yeah. Um, and uh, I guess what's, what's, it, what's on everybody's mind is that uh, in, I think it was in October uh, of the year 2016, so actually quite a bit later uh, after all the, the festivities for the uh, anniversary started, uh, Evolutions was uh, released. So Evolutions uh, was announced in July for Japan first. So it released in Japan in September, and uh, it released in uh, in the West in uh, in I think November actually, not October, in November of 2016. So it was pretty much the um, the end of the celebration, ending on a on a bang, if I may say, with uh, mm -hmm. with this set. Um, so and. So yeah, it was base set, obviously. I think we all know Evolutions, there's no need to uh, elaborate on uh, what Evolution is and what the impact of Evolutions has been on the on the Pokemon TCG. I think it's it's really one of the sets that brought back, uh, the first one at least, that brought back so many collectors. Yeah. Um, so there is a lot of speculations of uh, this year having uh, also a kind of a reprint, a blast from the past, uh, some kind of, uh, of, uh, of uh, old set being reprinted. Uh, lots of, I don't know if it's rumors, because I really think at this point it's just people uh, wishing for it to happen. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, uh, but I, think, I think the Pokemon company is very coy and, and smart with what, what they do. Um, they played this company that you know doesn't say much to the public, yeah. uh, doesn't ever answer to any criticism, doesn't answer to any um, you know announcements. Yeah. Uh, everything's on their terms, and they probably just sit there and just go, right, what does the community want, and just listens for a bit, and then goes, right, this is what we're going to do. Yeah, exactly. Um, but who knows? There's one of these companies that really can offer to be just silent and just pushing out there everything they want. But I mean, you, you, you see what, where they started the year with all these promos around the, the starters. I think they, they really uh, want to make this year special. And uh, I don't think it's a given at this point yet, but it's can, it kind of is. Like we've had already a lot of reprints uh, announced, like uh, these promos, the, um, the jumbos uh, that were showing the, the original yeah. Pikachu, it's the not... original... Charmander, the original Blast, uh, uh, Squirtle, the original Bulbasaur. So yeah, it's not it's not a impossible feat to see vintage reprints if we can see these jumbos getting reprints. No, absolutely. So not. everything is on the table at the moment, and to be honest with you, whatever they create and sell, it will all sell out, and everyone will go crazy for it. Yeah, no matter what what it is um <laughs> so yeah um and i think that's really telling as well uh with what you said about um the, J the japan uh release dates um being in the summer so that means we don't really have too long to wait um, yeah really to find out um so 
I yeah, I think well. two or three Do months you... is usually the time we have to wait between the Japan release uh, and, and our release. Like, look at uh, yeah. Battle Styles. It's releasing pretty much even, actually, even one month after the Japanese set being released. So, yeah. Sorry. Um, do you think they'll ever sync up the, the launch dates between the, the Japanese and rest of the world market? They did with the games. The games used to release uh, six months ahead uh, in Japan of the rest of the world, and uh, and now they have delayed everything so that all the games released at the same time since I think the the 3DS games. So um, it's absolutely not impossible. Uh, the only thing is that in Japan they are getting more sets, but more small sets. So it's not exactly the same. I think like all of their sets are. Uh, around 70 cards, uh, no more. Rather, rather here we always, I mean, not always, but we tend to get sets which are around 150 to 200 cards, uh, yeah. which are combina- combining two or three uh, Japanese sets. So um, yeah. they would need to change a lot of things. So it's not, it's not impossible, but I don't really see it happen uh, in the near future. Yeah, but what we do see is all of the main chase cards always get translated across into English sets Yeah. somehow. So, you know, we're always keen to find out what's coming next. And, you know, we're quite fortunate really to have the knowledge of the Japanese market. Yeah. If we were to get everything at the same time, could you imagine the specu- like the level of speculation it would be like in sets? Like people would, would not have an idea. Like with Shining Fates, we all knew there would be a, Charizard, a shiny Charizard. Yeah because of shiny v yeah if we didn't have that could you imagine that being released worldwide on the same day like no one knew what would be in it and there was like a shiny charizard and on the first day of the of the release yeah all the internet will go crazy because they discovered uh, there was a charizard in the set and they had no idea actually it would be pretty awesome (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think it would um but then i think you know, we're always looking for information and I do think it would kind of drive people crazy. Yeah. And I think knowing what's coming from the Japanese sets gives people hope as yeah. well at times. Um, yeah, and I believe it, like... It would be interesting. The hyper-rares in the Japanese sets are actually revealed with the launch. I believe they are not even included in the in the leaflets that, uh, that explain all the cards that are uh, in the sets. Like if you buy uh, uh, an ETB, you know you always have this uh, player guide with uh, the, the 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 cards of the set, and I think in Japan they are not even uh, announcing the secret rares, uh, the hyper rares, um, mm. until the the very last moment. So uh, I think that was the case for uh, Battle Styles, the the single strike and rapid strike uh, heroes or fighters. I don't remember, but uh... I tell you what, you would see it'd be an absolute gamble, wouldn't it? Pre-orders because yeah. you just you'd only be pre-ordering. Based off the name, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the <set>. yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's where that's where the um, the fact that Japan has smaller set also make uh, make sense because uh, you pretty much have to guess what's going to be in the set from all of the art that has been communicated about it, and uh, yeah, yeah, and and people obviously um, associate um, the not naming conventions of the sets with the games and uh, the anime and. Yeah, and kind of like it's like Champions Path, right? Everyone worked out, you know, it's going to be around, you know, gym leaders and their yeah. Pokemon. Um, so yeah, 
So, and we actually the discussion took a turn that I did not plan. Uh, I wanted to ask you uh, what reprint would you like to see if there is a reprint this year of a, of a vintage set? Ooh. Take your time. <laughs> I think, I think, I think personally, I would like to see um, Gen 2. Um, yeah. And I think that's the most obvious. But then again, is it though? Well, it would make sense to go, in, you know, in that order, because. Yeah. But then again, it's predictable, isn't it? And I suppose they don't like. Well, I don't know. They do kind of like being predictable because look at the the anniversary logo. Look at the set names. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're definitely not big big fans of taking risks, but uh, yeah. Yeah. What about yourself? Uh, I'd be super excited to see the the E series uh, because these are sets that are uh, actually very hard to find uh, compared to relatively to uh, uh, to older sets. Uh, like you can find somehow base set fossil uh, jungle quite easily, but um, uh, the E series, uh, the E reader series, is uh, very very difficult to come across yeah. in the good condition. Um, especially Skyridge. Especially Skyridge, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if that's that's really the and, and there's two handooms <laughs> in the E series in Aquapolis in the and in Skyridge and uh, these are two of my favorite cards so uh, I would definitely love to see them uh, reprinted and uh, what is the... your favorite E series set? Um, I have to say Skyridge uh, because uh, because of all the crystal cards that are inside I love the the crystal Oho. Uh, I love the Crystal uh, Charizard. I'm not sure if Charizard is in is in uh, the Crystal Charizard is in. It is, yeah. It is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's 15k. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I'd say Skyridge, but I I also uh, have a special thing for the Houndoom from Aquapolis. So uh, uh, I wouldn't be mad uh, if it was uh, Aquapolis and uh, and not Skyridge, but. Really, like realistically, if it was the E series, I think it would be really a best of. Uh, they would take just the best cards from uh, all the three sets and uh, just reprint them, and uh, and that would be pretty awesome, to be honest. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it's not even a generation. Maybe they take a theme like um, like Jim, like Jim Challenge, Jim Heroes, yeah. or Team Rocket, because Team Rocket has been used throughout all, a lot of the gens, um, and there's a lot of different sets which they could take you know, inspiration yeah. from. Because look at evolutions, right? They modernized base set and they brought in EX cards um, and, and Mega Charizard and all the, those other yeah. Mega forms. Um, so yeah, I think there's lots of possibilities of what we could see. Yeah, true. But it's super exciting, honestly. So uh, it's something we, if they are following the calendar that they are doing right now, uh, that we might hear about in the summer. Uh, so uh, probably not next week, but uh, super excited for it nonetheless. And uh, I, I, I'm, I'm 100% sure we're going to be super happy with what they are offering. Anyways, moving on. Um, so we have talked about the cards a lot, obviously, but uh, we are expecting also a few games to be released uh, this year. So if we take 2016, we had uh, Pokemon Sun and Moon that were announced and, and released. So that was a new generation. It's not going to be the case this year. Um, we have uh, already a few game announcements that we know are coming. So we have um, uh, we have 
Pokemon Snap, new Pokemon Snap that is yeah, going 30th to... of April. Exactly. That's being released. Yeah. Exactly. So once again, really a blast to the to the past. Um, I don't know if you have any good memories with the, the original Pokemon Snap. I, I never played it, actually. Did you play it on the 64? I did, actually. I, mean, I didn't have a, a Nintendo 64 myself. Uh, but I, actually, it's it's very related to uh, my Pokemon card uh, um, story as a, as a as a young uh, as a young as a young boy. Uh, I was uh, going to the shopping mall um, and to a toy shop uh, in order to take part in some uh, Pokemon card club and uh, and to uh, to uh, to battle some of my friends. So it was uh, the time of uh, base set for Soul and Jungle. Uh, before Team Rocket was released, and uh, I, I know Pokemon Snap released pretty much at the same time uh, as uh, when I was taking part in this uh, uh, Pokemon Card Club, and uh, I was playing it actually on the um, uh, the demo console uh, that they had in the in the in the, the toy shop, and uh, I remember like there was a, there was even like one or two times when I think I, I just went and. Pretty much ignored the the the, the card games the that I was it. supposed to do with my my friends, uh, and I was just going straight to the console and playing it. <laughs> yeah, the inner so... gamer inside. <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So, obviously, the premise of the game is you go around, you take pictures of Pokemon. Yeah. Um, so, what is what's the sort of functionality? I've seen clips of obviously from the 25th anniversary reveal um, trailer. There's like a, a minecart. Yeah. You, so you, you travel around on a minecart and. Exactly. The game is yeah. happening on a rail, so you don't control where uh, you're uh, heading. Uh, it's really like a, like a theme park uh, roller coaster, pretty much. Uh, you're just on an island, and there is a, a rail that is uh, taking you all around the island. And uh, yeah, you have uh, a camera, and uh, you're supposed to take the pictures of the of the Pokemon. But like, you j don't just need to take a picture, but then you have to uh, make sure that the, they are taking a great pose, that they are doing something interesting on the picture, and so on. So you have like some accessories to try to. To make them move, you know, uh, so you can throw throw some apples at them so that they are uh, attracted to the food and they move, and uh, and then you can take a picture in a nice, uh, an interesting pose. And uh, honestly, there's not so much to it, uh, but it was just so much fun to see the the Pokemon in their um, in their living environment, in their original yeah. environment, into nature. Uh, I remember, I think if you threw uh, some apples in a volcano, then you would have. Uh, uh, Charizard getting out of the lava and uh, and uh, yeah, I, I wow. think there was some tricks like this in order to make some Pokemon appear and uh, that was really cool. And uh, so the Pokemon camp that you can get in Pokemon Sword and Shield games yeah. pays homage to that then because within those camps you you can play with the Pokemon and make them do you know poses and you can actually you can take pictures right as well. Yeah, that's of true. The Pokemon. Yeah. So yeah, it's a bit, it's a, it's a nice little homage, isn't it, to Pokemon Snap? Yeah, I didn't see it that way, but yeah, you're right. Actually, it's uh, it's actually quite similar. And uh, so the the main problem with the original game was that it was pretty short. I think you can finish it in four or five hours. Uh, so even back then, it was uh, quite short. Uh, but you also have to keep in mind that back then you had only 150 Pokemon. Uh, nowadays you have pretty much 900. Uh, so uh, so we can expect, I think, a much 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 longer game <laughs> compared yeah, to and, the and, original one. And and that means the game's not going to be a simple remaster. It's a, it's a fully fledged 
um, Nintendo Switch game covering all of the, all of the different generations. Yeah, yeah. If you look at the picture we're seeing right now, you see Pokemon from Gen six, Pokemon from Gen two, Pokemon from Gen eight, uh, Pokemon from Gen three. Uh, so yeah, I think we can take it for granted that we're going to see all of them, and that there's going to be some kind of uh, Pokédex to fill up around the around the game with uh, every single Pokémon. And uh, and I guess there's going to be a mystery as to how you can make uh, some uh, mythical Pokémon appear or some legendary Pokémon appear. And uh, I think that's going to be the the challenge in this game. But uh, yeah, actually, I'm super excited for it. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm. I was on the fence about getting it, but I think I'll be missing out if I don't. So I think you sold me on it. <laughs> yeah, and uh, the big question that's coming uh, is: Are we going to see any uh, cards uh, released uh, alongside? Uh, because that's something that the Pokemon Company has done in the past with Pokemon Rumble and the, the Nintendo 3DS. Uh, not the most successful set, if I may say so myself, because the, I thought that the, the, the design uh, that was uh, on the cards was like this uh, low-poly kind of uh, uh, Pokemon uh, that was looking a little bit odd, and I don't think it's going to age very well at all. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's something that we didn't see too much like if you if you see if you go on instagram right now and check the collector's uh, profiles you usually don't see these so maybe there's a niche for it actually but uh i'm not part of this niche could very well be and you know what it could be the next best thing it could be the next best yeah all all it all it takes is for logan or some other pokemon youtuber to go ah Oh guys, I'm looking for for you know the Pokemon Rumble promos. Yeah. Please help me find them. And then everyone's like, right, let's show bid all of these and put on today <laughs> a very special card to show you. There is only a Pop Three uh, PSA ten and uh... <laughs> yeah. As soon as that gets mentioned, Pop and a low number. God, people will just go crazy. It got just sold on eBay for two thousand and uh... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there you go. That's a, a very much a twice baked Jake video, isn't it? Yeah. Anything that gets sold on anything that gets sold on P, uh, PWCC auctions, that's like out of the blue. Um, it's just like there you go. There's a video. Yeah. So, anyways, relating to Pokemon Snap, uh, we we took a, a moment to wonder uh, whether we thought uh, Pokemon Snap was the right moment to release a, a mini set alongside. Um, and we have uh, mixed uh, review, mixed opinions about this. Um, yeah, what... I think Joe. I think uh, we will see. I think we'll see a pre-order bonus. Yeah, and I think I think we'll get some promo. There'll be like free promos, and you get a ran- one at random if you pre-order the game. Could be, yeah. Um, yeah, it could be also some kind of special edition in which you have a, a mini pack of uh, three or four cards because it's so easy, honestly, to make a special edition uh, uh, these days. Uh, I've seen, I've seen. I, I think if you remember back when the Pokémon Tournament uh, game was released, they also did that with uh, not a Pokémon card, but it was uh, an Amiibo card, one of the first Amiibo card to be released. It was the, the Shadow Mewtwo. So uh, that's something they tend to do with spin-off uh, Pokemon uh, games uh, when they do release a special edition. So uh, I, I would not be too surprised if they, they did something. But I don't think it's going to be a mini set, really. It's going to be 
if if anything it's going to be three or four cards and like they're too busy right now with so many other sets that i would really be surprised if it was anything more than than three or four cards that would actually be a, a really cool sealed product a pokemon amiibo with a card yeah within the product which you can clearly see the card and the amiibo yeah that'd be cool yeah absolutely with or without the game honestly i think people would buy it like crazy yeah, definitely. Look at plushies yeah. <laughs> and all these other products yeah. that people go crazy for. Like, have you seen the? Uh, it's a bit off topic now, um, <laughs> but have you seen the Gengar um, thing? They yeah, <laughs> where you, you put your head in Gengar. But it's so unique, mouth. though. Yeah, but have you seen the picture? The, the promotional pictures of like someone in a suit, yeah, like, resting their head on their office desk, sleeping. It's just very strange. So strange. Yeah. But anyway, I, I digress. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Um, another game that we know is coming is uh, Pokemon Unite. So it's um, this. Uh, um, you're gonna need MMO. to help me. It's it's not an MMO. It's um, you know like um, um, ah. I'm not going to find the name People right keep now. labeling it an MMO. I'm, I'm not too It's a mobile game, that's for yeah. sure. I think they want to uh, release a version on the Nintendo Switch as well. It's a multiplayer game. It's a battle kind of game between two players uh, who have a team of uh, several Pokemon that are going to fight against uh, each other. Um, so it's a bit in the style of um, this game that I cannot find the the, the, the name at the moment uh, that is super popular. Uh, it's going to come back at some point. It's sorry. like, uh, I know you're talking about, it's... Um, League of Legends. League of it's Legends, like yeah. League so of Legends. very from popular in Asia. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and the game is actually developed by a Chinese company, if I remember well. So that's also a, an interesting one because Chinese companies are getting... Um, uh, more and more popular to develop uh, for other uh, franchises and it's the same company which owns King which makes Candy Crush right they um, invest heavily in I'm not sure because I think King is owned by Activision Blizzard uh, oh. so I'm not too sure anymore but uh, no no I think they then own part of Activision or something it's something like that ah, okay. somewhere um, but is, so is this game like Tencent, a no? the flag style game? Ten, yes, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, it's really a, a war game, I guess. Uh, you, it's really like you have an army of uh, of uh, a few heroes that are fighting against another army of heroes. Um, it's it's a it's a genre that got quite popular along, uh, I guess, around ten years ago now when League of Legends really took off and then Blizzard did their own uh, MOBA and so on. I mean, it was before the mobile games uh, era, of course, but uh, uh, now the, the genre has uh, moved on to, to mobile. And uh, they announced that last year, I remember. Um, it was uh, shortly after they announced uh, the DLCs for uh, the Sword and Shield game. Um, I think they overhyped it back then. I, I think they, they they really wanted to make this uh, a highlight of uh, of the Pokemon uh, direct that they were having back then, and uh, it kind of um, didn't get the positive reaction they were expecting. Because uh, obviously, like when you speak about Pokemon, and especially right now, when all of the rumors are heading to uh, spoiler alert for the the. the 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 continuation of the podcast but to diamond and pearl remakes it's not something that has been um 
really brand new. Like the fans have been talking about these remakes for a while, and I think everybody already back then was expecting uh, Diamond and Pearl remakes. So when they announced Pokemon uh, Unite, uh, people were a little bit uh, disappointed, if not bitter, <laughs> towards what yeah. the communication they did. Uh, so yeah, I'm not expecting this game to be uh, as popular and as a big boom as Pokemon Go was in 2016 for the 20th anniversary. Uh, but who knows, really, maybe it's just not targeted at me and uh, it will find the yeah. big audience I don't think else. it is for us. I think it's part of a wider strategy to broaden the audience. Yeah. There, there's, they, they've seen a gap in the market. They've definitely seen that there's an audience for this style of game. Yeah. And they know people who may not even be interested in Pokemon will pick this up because they like the game mechanics. Yeah. And hopefully, therefore, then go on to be interested in other Pokemon, um, you know, um, products and and stuff. So, yeah, I think they're just trying to own every sort of media space there is to own. Yeah, and I mean, Pokemon is a global franchise, so what doesn't speak to a certain country can speak to another one. And in terms of also uh, age groups, I think we we are a little bit older in the in the in the in the Pokemon fandom, uh, but we also have younger people who don't necessarily like to play RPGs on their Switch, but who might be interested in playing this kind of uh, of uh, of MOBA on their uh, on their mobile. So. Uh, I mean, yeah, that it's just diver- diversifying their offer and uh, and uh, heading to direction we are not expecting them to go to, but at least they are covering the market in certain areas and uh, really, really cannot blame them for that. I think it's a, it's a good initiative and it might actually be a good game. Who knows? Yeah, and yeah, in, in, in business sense, I've got I'm sounding like PTCG radio now, but <laughs> we talk about his econ- economics and stuff. But like, yeah, it, it's always a good move to diversify and, and spread yeah. um, your your offering. So yeah. So that's what we already know uh, is coming this year in terms of games. Uh, so what is coming that we don't know yet? Uh, but oh my God, do we hear about it all the time? <laughs> I know. I can't wait. I can't wait for this. It's got to be announced. It's Diamond and Pearl remakes and Pearl. Uh, for for the people who are listening and not seeing the the visual that we are showing at the same time. But we are talking about Diamond and Pearl remakes. Of course, we had to talk about it. Um, that might be the big announcement that is coming next week uh we were talking about a special pokemon direct that might be the moment uh when these are going to be revealed that's what everybody's expecting actually so what's there to say (laughs) we yeah we we know nothing but at the same time we know it's happening it's uh yeah yeah and you know what's gonna happen right they will release this and then there be a massive surge in popularity in in Palkia and, and Dialga, Dialga um, cards. Um, yeah. There's already, you know, Arceus and uh... yeah, but it's just going to surge, isn't it? Yeah, probably. But we know that Pokemon uh, releases a new game every year around November because for Christmas it's kind of like it's always uh, what's happening. So we know that a new uh, RPG game mainline is coming this year. And we also know that it's a bit too early for a new generation. So the timing seems to be pretty much perfect for this kind of uh, remake to be announced this year. I mean, if we look at what they have done in the past with uh, with the former remakes, whether it was uh, Heart Gold, Soul Silver... Um, Alpha Ruby and Omega Sapphire, or the opposite. Um, 
and, and so on. Like it was pretty much the same cycle. You had one year the main game. I think the year after you had actually you already had the remake, but uh, but this time around they took their time with the main game for the the DLCs for for 2020, and uh, 2021 is going to be something bigger obviously than this DLC. So uh, so yeah, that's why I think everybody's expecting the next one in line to be remade, and that is Diamond and Pearl. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's another area which we're missing as well is is emulation and whether or not we'll see Game Boy Advance being added or, or Game Boy in general yeah. being added to the Switch online service. Yeah. Um, and if that happens, God, we could see so many, you know, uh, vintage Pokemon games being added to the emulator. Yeah. Um, as well, you know as that uh, they, they actually released all every single uh, Pokemon game that was ever made. They're all available on the 3DS one way or another. Uh, you wow. can you can play the the red blue and uh, yellow as the downloadable games. You can play uh, gold, silver, and uh, crystal as downloadable games as well. You can play uh, ruby and sapphire the remakes. You can still play uh, the old DS game diamond and pearl uh, if you have them. Uh, you can play all DS game of white and black if you have them, and then it moves on to the, the, the 3DS generation, Gen 6, Gen 7. So from Gen 1 to Gen 7, you're covered if you have a 3DS right now. Um, so as, as, you, as you talk through that, I'm going to go onto eBay and find myself the, uh, a 3DS to purchase. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You don't need an emulation, really. If you have a 3DS, you, you can play it all on, on your 3DS and, uh, and enjoy all the games, yeah. So, so yeah, Diamond and Pearl uh, and Platinum, obviously. Uh, the, when you talk about uh, Dialga and Palkia, you also have Garatina uh, back in the mind. And, uh, and we know how much of an improvement uh, uh, Platinum was over Diamond and Pearl. So uh, I guess the fans are more actually expecting, I mean, I mean I'm more excited about uh, Platinum Remake than about Diamond and Pearl Remake. But uh, yeah, it was a massively popular game because it was uh, the first one released on the DS back then. I think it was the first one of a new generation of, uh, of kids as well. Uh, I know a lot of people who started uh, their Pokemon uh, adventures with uh, Diamond and Pearl. So I think it's going to be a very important game for a lot of people this year if this ever comes out. And I think it's also the perfect uh, celebration kind of, uh, of game for for a 25th anniversary you know uh, i think it's perfect to have this this remix this year it makes so much sense and you can you can play with nostalgia so much and um, and uh, i don't know you can include uh, uh, pokemon that are missing currently in the in the the sword and shield games like uh, just as an example houndoom <laughs> yeah so so yeah i think it's going to be a a nostalgia festival when they when they announce these and uh, a potential clue as well for as to what uh, what uh, is going to be the potential reprint this year maybe I don't know we talked about it earlier who knows actually it might be ready to diamond and pearl and we are going to see a reprint of uh, of uh, more recent uh, sets uh, contrary to what we're expecting but uh, it's just a theory huh? just uh... yeah well if you think about it right. There's a lot of talk on, you know, base set and um, even Gen 2. Um, but yeah, it'd be good to have a bit of more focus on other gens like Gen 4 and, and, and stuff like yeah. that. 
Um, and I think, yeah, the, the VGC will, will definitely uh, bring the spotlight on that if they bring these uh, Diamond and Pearl versions to Switch. Definitely. Um, and just before we, we close, I wanted to give a word as well to the TCG Online uh, that has uh, not been updated uh, in terms of the solo play in years. So if you want to play against the computer right now, you're still fighting uh, Uh, trainers who have a deck from uh, the X and Y uh, era. So I'm also thinking that this year, that's a personal theory, we might see uh, uh, an updated version of the online TCG because that they are definitely not dropping it. It's so it's so, so popular and, and and we are in the middle of a pandemic right now. So it's the best way to pretty much play Pokemon cards uh, against uh, strangers uh, in a competitive way. So. Um, My personal two cents, if I may add, before we close this uh, this podcast, would be potentially uh, a re, let's say, uh, a revamp of the of the existing uh, Pokemon TCG Online, uh, and I think that would be uh, quite appreciated from the fans, and uh, that would make also much more sense because, like, if you want to battle with a V deck with V deck against the computer, you have currently no options to find a deck that is anywhere close to the the strength of the game uh, the, of the deck that you're potentially having so yeah i think there's a lot of potential on that side as well yeah an interesting point i do hear being made is the client is is far worse on desktop than it is on tablet i don't know have you come across the same issues i don't play on tablet so i cannot really compare but the the that's true that for me like it's barely playable on mobile to be honest because uh, everything is i think it's just like ported directly from the the computer game so on mobile i think it's not really great but on tablet i have not really played yet so i cannot really give you my opinion about it yeah and, and mobile must be too small yeah exactly screen. Yeah, I'd be worried and make a mistake, like clicking on something uh, because it's just too small and uh, I make a big mistake and I lose the game because I didn't click on the right button or the right card or whatever. So, yeah, I'm currently playing on my PC, but uh, yeah, I think there's potential as well for mobile compatibility and uh, doing something a little better. I don't know if you've played uh, Hearthstone or any any kind of card game on your on your mobile, but uh, yeah, Pokemon is way no. behind, way, way Enjoy. behind. One thing they need to do for certain, it's it's um, it's crazy that they haven't done it already, is being able to scan your card codes on your phone. You have to do it with a webcam on your computer. No, you can do it on your phone. You can use the can camera you? on your phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you have to be using the app on your phone, though. You cannot do it for your, your computer. But, uh, yeah, you can. If you have the app on your oh, you can. Yeah, you can. Yeah, oh. I've done it uh, a couple of times. It works. But uh, well, you learn something new every day. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Um, anyways, that was my two cents on the Pokemon TCG Online. Uh, I don't, I, we will see. Uh, but I, I have good hopes for this to happen, if not this year, uh, at least in the near future. All right. Thank you very much for listening to us today. We've reached the end uh, of this podcast uh, that we wanted to uh, keep short because really the, there is not too much going on in the news right now. We are all expecting stuff to happen next week, but uh, uh, I think it was uh, pretty cool actually to, to review uh, uh, everything that's been announced and uh, all of our theories. Um, I don't know if you if you enjoyed it yeah, as much as I did. It's great. It's, 
I did. Great. And and it's crazy to think we didn't really speak too much about the TCG. Um, yeah. So yeah. There's just going very... to be so much going around. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's been great. And um, yeah, thanks a lot. Thanks a lot for listening. So just as a reminder, we are uh, Mr. Houndoom on Instagram for me and uh, Sean is the Pokemon noob on Instagram. So uh, give us a follow if you if you're over there. Um, we are as we as we mentioned uh, before, we are still growing and trying to find our audience. So we would appreciate all the help you can give us uh, a like, a comment, a share, uh, send a message to your family with the link to the podcast or whatever. But uh, if you enjoyed it, challenge. Tell me. A, a comment, a comment challenge to see who's listened till the end. Go ahead. Give give a name Com- of a Pokemon. Yeah, give a name of a fourth gen Pokemon. Me? <laughs> no, in the comments. Ah, listening. okay. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> 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 no, because usually you say a word and then the audience has to write it in the comments and then they get they get a shout out in the next the next episode or something. Uh, let's do that then. Should we, what should we do? Something simple like 25th anniversary? Okay. Yeah. If you write a comment with 25th anniversary this week, we'll shout you out in the next episode. Great. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for listening. Thank you very much. And uh, we'll see you in the next one. Uh, you've been listening to the Pokemon Tea Time. Bye, everyone. Bye.